Oh. Hey, Bears. Welcome back to the second episode of Keeping Up with the Bears Quarantine Edition. We loved seeing all your creations of everyone's unique take on the TikTok whipped coffee using the hashtag MottWhips. Today, I am back with Mott's cool girl, Sabrina. What's up, guys? Sabrina, how are you? Um, I'm doing good, you know, just staying busy, doing things just to, like, um, waste time. <laughs> what have you been doing? Um, I've been working out a lot, running here and there. I, like, started, like, doing a couple, like, crafts, like, from TikTok. Oh, that's so fun. What is your favorite, like, TikTok trend right now? Um, I'd say all the dances. Like, I really like doing the dances. Yeah, I think those are so fun. What do you think the first thing that you're going to do after, um, like, we're allowed to leave the house again? Um, I think I'm going to go to Applebee's and get half-off apps. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. I think the first thing I'm going to do is um, get sushi. Like, a good sushi sounds so good. I've been craving it since, like, spring break. Mm. Um, But my birthday's coming up soon oh happy birthday my roaring 20s so (laughs) if anyone has any ideas on how i can celebrate my birthday safely while practicing social distancing um let me know have you been doing a lot of online shopping lately oh yes all the time like if i see a sale i'm like i have to like use it and i'm like all right i'll shop um i saw that thing on tiktok it's uh it's a code, and you can get, like, $600 worth of hoodies for $7. All you have to do is pay for the shipping. What? That's actually crazy. Yeah, we should link the code. Um, I was holding off on, like, going online shopping until, like, last week I caved. But you can go on CNN, and they have a good list of literally every single sale from technology to clothes to like furniture anything and they'll um give it to you so that's super cool thanks for the today sabrina i have a surprise for you what's that (laughs) do you have any guesses um did you learn a new tiktok dance i did but that's not my surprise today we are going to be joined by mott's student life coordinator who is also the assistant volleyball coach, Allie. Yay. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Hello. <laughs> Allie, what is That's going my on? Tell us, <laughs> tell us, who are you? Oh, my gosh. Can I just first off say that you guys are cracking me up? Like, <laughs> have me rolling right now. That's <laughs> really adorable. Okay, well, for those who don't know me... um. Allie Dowdle, a.k.a. Al Dog, D-A-W-G. Of course. Do you know my coordinator? Um, you can say, like, I'm Allie, always killing it, Dowdle. <laughs> <laughs> Assistant volleyball coach, Davison, born and raised. Alumni. I obtained my degree in political science from Troy University all the way in Alabama. Where they're always eating fried chicken, and I'm that's not a generalization, like they really do. (laughs) And I played a little bit of V ball and then moved back up to the mitt to 
work at Mott with all of your wonderful faces. And that's my life in about three sentences. With that being said, would you consider yourself a fried chicken connoisseur? You know, yes, I would. (laughs) Because I keep like a running list in my head like, okay, we'll go to Chick-fil-A. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's like top five best chicken sandwiches for sure. But then I'll go to Zaxby's and I'm going to compare the sauces on the chicken sandwich. You know, in Troy, Alabama, every place sold chicken. Every place sold fried fried chicken. So, like, literally every week we'd make little roundabouts of, like, all right, whose fried chicken sandwich of the week are we going to test out here? So I still have, like, a running list to this day. And I compare it to, like, north, like, in the north Midwest, like, is it really that good of fried chicken? And I still haven't came across a place, restaurant, fast food chain, whatever you want to call it, you know, like, private businesses that have beaten the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Chicken minis or even the um, the chicken biscuit for breakfast. I mean, there's just none that are comparable. If you had to, what would be, like, a close second to Chick-fil-A? Oh, gosh. Like, in the north or just in general? In the north. In the north. You know, this is going to sound so ridiculous because <laughs> I don't know who's all been there. But have you guys ever been to the Bavarian Inn and freaking movie? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we get food there at least Where? once a week. Yeah, okay. Their chicken sandwich that they have in the buffet line where like the what I forget, she's a zender. Um like the old grandma zender, like okay. she works in it. That's actually pretty comparable, like top five. Yeah. That's amazing. Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> That is something special. Those Germans, man, they can make fried chicken too. <laughs> it's not just in the South. Oh my gosh. So switching gears a little bit, what do you think is going to be going on in student life for the upcoming fall? See, I'm so glad you asked this question because that's literally been on my mind for the past three months in making our fall event calendar. So I'll give you guys a quick little sneak peek, and obviously just keep in mind that a lot of this is tentative, dependent on, you know, new regulations and restrictions Mm -hmm. and guidelines from the CDC. So uh, right now we have the months that are going to be categorized into kind of like themes. So for the month of September, we're doing Hispanic Heritage Month. So we'll be doing like our Tasty Tuesdays, we'll be doing like tacos and chilaquiles. Um, chilaquiles and coffee and for our we're going to do a lot of virtual workshops um, so like DIY papel picados or like DIY fiesta flowers for students oh, I love that I'll, idea yeah no it'll be fun so we're trying to frame everything around that theme and obviously we're still going to stick in some events that are just like off the wall fun for just no reason you know you always need kind of those you know random just pure fun there's no logic really behind them the Um, zuzu african acrobats can they come back oh yeah oh gosh you know we did love them we did love them i still don't like they're probably off practicing their arts right now in (laughs) west africa somewhere we should probably i think we should go to them instead we We need to link that would be a good trip it really would as long as you guys go with me but 
So then of for course. October, we'll be doing LGBTQ awareness. So we'll be doing a playing of Moonlight. We'll do um, virtual workshops of DIY, like 3D wall art. So, uh, and then we're doing another DIY, like tie-dye shirts, um, a pride phone case. Ooh. And obviously we're going to try to do like trivia based around LGBTQ, um, like proper vocabulary. We're going to try to fit in fall rally. Again, I don't know how that's going to look, you know, with over like 3,000 people coming to that event. I don't know if we're going to have to space it out, if we're not going to be able to have it at all or try to do something virtual. Um, November is going to be based around healthy habits. So we're going to do a lot of our Tasty Tuesdays where we're doing actual workshops in front of students or live streaming it um, through Facebook and showing you how to make kind of healthier choices. We're having um, we're going to have shot of reality come back. So alcohol awareness and our trivia is going to be based on the human body and just how to live a healthier life during this time. And then December will be National Human Rights Month. So we'll base a lot of things around that. An interesting thing that we're going to do is um, a lot of lunch and learns during the month of December. Again, we only have like two weeks in December, but for example, just a sneak peek. We're going to do a lunch and learn on Ben Ferenz and the Nuremberg trial. So Ben Ferenz was pretty much a cavalier for an international police and an international court. And he was actually one of the first um, Jewish Americans to be the lead attorney in the Nuremberg trial after um, Nazism and World War II. And it, it's actually very interesting. There's, If you guys have time during this whole COVID situation, you should go watch his documentary on Netflix. It's pretty interesting. Definitely. That sounds so cool. Um, I that is so excited and I'm looking forward to the fall to see that all come into play. Me too. So Allie, the elephant in the room is we have heard from multiple sources that you have some type of you know about some type of ten thousand hour rule. <laughs> yes. Yes, that, that is the word on the street. Spill How did the you tea. Guys figure out that information. I just a couple. I Who would told- say whistleblowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let me give you the dish about this. So, first off, have you guys ever heard about the ten thousand hour rule? Or can you guys even guess like what it's about? I have never heard um, about it, but I would guess that it's like something like if you get so many hours, you get a benefit or something. That's somewhat like it, Sabby. Maddie, what do you think? 10,000 hours. um, That's just taking me back to, like, a Justin Bieber song. (laughs) 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 Dan and Jay. (laughs) So, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's not it. But I love JB. Shout out to him and Haley. Um... (laughs) Okay, so pretty much the 10,000-hour rule is kind of like this principle that holds that if someone does 10,000 hours of deliberate practice that at their craft, at their sport, um, 10,000 hours are needed to become world-class in any field that you do. So, for example, we're going to take it all the way back, so... You know, our mom and dads will really appreciate this. Or actually, I think our grandparents will appreciate this because this was in the early 60s. 
So, for example, the Beatles, um, people always wondered why the Beatles, when they first came to the main stage, like, internationally, they were so great. Um, like, bands for years have to craft this on-stage performance and this chemistry with one another. When the Beatles came to stage, they already had that. So people just thought automatically, like, well, the Beatles are great because they just have it all together and they naturally have this chemistry with one another. Uh-uh. That's actually false. And that's not true at all. So in between 1960 and 1964, the Beatles clocked over 10,000 hours and they performed 1,200 times within those years at this bar in Hamburg, um, <laughs> Hamburg, England. And so they were, they were literally allowed to play day and night. So literally they would clock like 13, 12, 18 hours a day playing at this bar for three years straight. Um, and so that's how they got really good. Like at, when they first started, they were nothing. Like it, it was not working well, but they had so many hours to craft their um, craft their practice and get better and realize like what works, what doesn't. So by the time they became on the international stage, they had 10,000 hours of practice um, underneath them. Another example is Bill Gates. So what do you guys think about Bill Gates? Like, do you think he's just amazing? Genius. Smart. Genius, right? Okay. Jar Boo Boo, what do you think? Just a genius as well. Yeah, right. And I, I think everyone has the notion that Bill Gates is a genius because he's always been a genius, right? Like, he was born in the like he was in the womb and he was just a prodigy of mm-hmm. the world like he was so mastermind inherently smart right he knows that every algorithm every formula because he's bill gates well again that was not the case so bill gates grew up in california and when he was in middle school he was actually in this computer club and again like when he was in middle school this is back in like six 70s 80s and like when the computer first came out there were a lot of people that didn't know a lot about it so when he was in middle school in this computer science program one of the universities opened a computer lab in their university through ibm so when he was in middle school he would spend hours upon hours after school from like three o'clock until eight o'clock at night just working fiddling, messing with all these computers, different diagnostic runs when he was in middle school. So by the time that he was in high school about to graduate, he would he superseded everyone, even um, current employees in the field, because he clocked well over 10,000 hours. Um, so it wasn't just because Bill Gates is a genius. You know, there's a lot of outlying factors. But one of them was he lived close to a university that opened up a computer lab. And he had the capabilities to have his mom drop him off to this computer lab where he could just tinker with all of these machines. Um, And so he was well beyond anyone of his age and even the employers in the field at that time. And the last example that I'm going to give you is, drumroll please, let me hear it girls. It's actually Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. So people again think like, oh, Mozart. He's just always been this amazing freaking human being his whole entire life. Like, he's just musically inclined. He was born that way. 
again, I'm here to tell you that that was not the case. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was actually masterminding and creating um, musical pieces at the age of 10 and 11. So by the time that he was older, he was about, I think, 21 or 22, he was just railing out these masterpieces um, that caught on with everyone during his time. And it wasn't because, like, it's Mozart. It's because he took 10 years of crafting works and trying out different musical aspects, like tinkering and tampering with different musical sounds. And his works at the beginning, like, if you ever look them up, they're not that good. Like, they're actually terrible. But <laughs> he got better and better. He had grit. He worked really hard. Um, and he dedicated a lot of his time to mastering this work of art, of music. And now he is one of the biggest historical figures in the world and a huge um, anchor in the musical world to this day. Wow, so that's boom. so interesting and like inspiring i think yes very good example Allie. thank you for sharing that with us Allie. oh my god no problem but a word of caution you can't just do ten thousand hours and be good it has to be ten thousand hours of perfect practice yeah that's something to think about well thank you thinking about that in volleyball this season (laughs) (laughs) how um long is ten thousand hours oh my gosh you know, like, I how many years to, would like, that be? I try to, like, put that in my mind because when I was a D1 athlete, we would practice two hours a day, one hour of weights, and then one hour of uh, film. So, like, two hours practicing five times a week, not including playing time because I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't put playing as, like, deliberate practice at a craft, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, like, ten hours a week for four years i'm terrible at math i'm not going to tell you what that is but i I guess it's a really long time (laughs) that's a really long time some people do like five hours a day i'm sorry yeah anything over four hours of one thing is just not good for you yeah that's mentally draining yeah that's mentally draining for sure well thank you for sharing that interesting piece with us today Allie, and thank you for joining us Oh my god, you're so welcome. I I miss my girls. I know, this is fun. So, before we go today, I wanted to make sure and let you guys know that if you are in need of any financial assistance, the deadline to apply for the CARES Relief Fund is July 31st. The application can be found in your MA email. You just click on the link um, from the email from Jason Wilson and fill out the application. And always, if you're looking for any employment opportunities, you can email Aaron Garrix at ncc.edu for more information. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope everybody stays safe, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Go Bears. Bye.